Hello and welcome to episode number 37 of the Lunch Table Talk podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you my NBA All-Star ballot for the year 2021, along with my NBA All-Star weekend picks for the three-point contest, dunk contest, and skills challenge. Hypothetically speaking, of course, giving you my participants and winners in that. Unfortunately, there will be no All-Star weekend this year um, for the NBA, um, as far as I'm concerned. Um most major sports won't have any sort of all-star weekend which is unfortunate because the NBA was my favorite all-star weekend um, ever since Adam Silver came in there has been really great all-star weekends uh, since Stern retired nothing against Stern but uh, ever since Silver came over and redid the all-star weekend it's really looked amazing um, yeah the NBA really does have a great all-star weekend um, a lot of fun stuff to watch uh, three-point contest like I said dunk contest is always amazing they don't always vote amazingly, but we know that from last year. But uh, the game is always really good. Um, there's some incentives, and it's they're always ever-changing formats also, which really does help viewership. So with that being said, first off, I'm going to start off with giving you my hypothetical skills competition participants. I had Lamella Ball from Charlotte, De'Aaron Fox, Colin Sexton, Trey Young, Jalen Brown, Keldon Johnson, Bam Adebayo, and Nikola Jokic. I probably would have to put um, two more guards in there as opposed to uh, Jokic and Bam Adebayo. I was going to put Ben Simmons, but I mean, um, he's not making that three-point shot that they have to make, so I didn't put him. Um, I feel like there was probably, I probably could have done Carl Anthony Towns over Jokic, but they do, the, but they both play in the East, or sorry, the West, so I'm not sure if that also goes for the um, skills competition and three-point contest and that stuff where they have to be separated um, by conference but if I I don't know so I probably would have cat over BAM but other than that I just tried to pick crafty guards that can shoot and pass so for the three-point contest I have Duncan Robinson Joe Harris Steph Curry Gary Chen jr. Buddy Heald Fred Van Vliet Donovan Mitchell and Damian Lillard. I mean, typical. I mean, I think it was very similar last year. I know Davis Bertans was in it last year, but he's barely averaging over 10 this year, and his three-point shot hasn't looked the same. So I think I, I think Gary Trent is new in there. I think Donovan Mitchell is new, and I think Van Vliet is new. But everything everything else has pretty much stayed the same. I could have done uh, Seth Curry also, but um, we already have one, and I feel like everybody else is more deserving. Since Van Vliet, Van Vliet sorry, and Mitchell have both uh, definitely improved their three-point shoot this season. And finally, dunk contest participants. I didn't do Aaron Gordon just because I know he said at the press conference last year that he wouldn't be doing it again, and for good reason. He got snubbed out of two wins already. Doesn't want to make it a third three-time thing. So I had Derek Jones Jr. from Portland, Zach Levine from Chicago, Zion Williamson from New Orleans, and Miles Bridges from Charlotte. All these guys, super high flyers. Their in their in game dunks are crazy. Um, we've seen these guys dunk from high school to college, and then also in the pro and the pro leagues. So I think all of these guys would definitely put on an amazing show. And now for the All Star Game picks, uh, starting with my West picks. I'm gonna do this live. So um, also, just a note. This is being recorded on February 14th. Um, I didn't want to do it too early in case like somebody else like came out of nowhere and went on a tear and like got their average points up from like 15 to like 22 or something. Um, and I wanted to give them a rightful chance to be able to be in the game. 
So uh, that's how my voting is going to go. I'm going to give you my starters from each conference, reserves from each conference also. So starting off with the front court in the West, I mean, you have to go with LeBron. I mean, I feel like that's pretty much an easy vote there. 25.6 points, um, almost eight or almost eight boards and almost eight assists um, on that MVP type level as we know him to be. You also have to go with Jokic at center. Um, one of the best passing big men I've ever seen. Probably one of the best. I mean, I've only been watching the league for about five years now, and um, I haven't seen anything like Jokic. I'm also going to have to put in Kawhi Leonard uh, from the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, he hasn't. He has been playing more than people had expected, which is always nice. Um, you want to see your superstars play. You want the viewership to be good. Um, but it, it is pretty close, actually, between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, the website, the Vote NBA website, doesn't show percentages, and I think that's a little misleading because Paul George does have great percentages and Kawhi's aren't as good. But um, just looking at the basic stats, uh, Kawhi has more points, a uh, few less assists, and pretty similar amount of rebounds. So I got to go with Kawhi um, as my final front court player. Next, you got to go with the guards in the West. And first off, you got to go Curry. Uh, people kind of discounted him after the Christmas Day performance, and um, the history stats show that Curry just hasn't been great on Christmas Day. Um, it's kind of a weird thing, but, uh, I mean, it really did happen. So, yeah, Curry's not great on Christmas for whatever reason. It might be the, yeah, I, I really don't know. But very random. But, yeah, you got to still go Curry. Um, despite some shaky performances at the start, he's averaging 30 points, 6 assists, and 5.5 and rebounds. Five and a half rebounds for his, his height is incredible, especially with the playmakers around him, or quote-unquote playmakers, I should say. And you also have to go with Luka Doncic on this one. I know a lot of people are voting for Lillard, um, just looking at the basic stats, but, I mean, Luka hasn't beaten quite a few. Um, he has less points, of course, only by half a point, though. Um, he's beating him in assists, beating him in rebounds, and I think Luka's more vital to the Mavericks than Dame is the Portland Trailblazers, just because CJ's, CJ McCollum's also having an incredible season, averaging more points than LeBron James, more assists than Kawhi Leonard, and more rebounds than Devin Booker. So I think you got to give credit to CJ also. Um, and when voting here. So I'm going to go Luca for my second guard out of the West. And heading over to my East. Uh, hold on, let me uh, filter my uh, thing here. Uh, front court in the East. So let's see here. I think one of the obvious choices here, you got to go with Embiid. Um, looking like an MVP this season, um, really helping that uh, what is it that seven, that 76ers lineup make that f make that first seed in the East, which is not an easy task with guys like um, Giannis out there. You got Tatum, Durant, uh, Harden now, and um, even like smaller guys like uh, Julius Randle making an impact. Gordon Hayward is. Uh, I think I said Giannis already, but still, um, Giannis, you gotta <laughs> you gotta hammer that home. Uh, Giannis is not an easy guy to beat. And speaking of Giannis, you have to also vote for Giannis. 28.1 points, 5.5 assists, and 11.2 rebounds. Another amazing season from Giannis, um, helping the Bucks get that top three seed right now. And finally, I think you have to go with Kevin Durant. Uh, 29 points, 5.5 assists, and 7.3 rebounds. Not missing a beat off that injury. He's looking insane. Um, even with Kyrie and... Um, 
even with even having to share the ball with Kyrie and Durant and those other shooters they have. Um, they got rid of Levert, obviously, but they still have um, shooters like Joe Harris, who's been incredible the past few seasons with his shooting ability. And I think you also have to commend uh, Dinwiddie, even though he's not on the court. Um, when he does come back, I do expect him to be traded somewhere. But as a ma but right now, I think you have to go with uh, Durant uh, for the final front court player in the East. And the guards, I think you have to go number one guard. I think you got to go Bradley Beal. Um, despite lack of team success, I think you have to go Beal here because without Beal on that Wizards team, I'm not sure how many games they'll be winning this season. It could be a record low, if I'm being completely honest. And I know I had the Wizards going in the playoffs um, in my original predictions uh, earlier the um, before the before game one began, but. Um, yeah, without Bradley Beal, this team is pretty much nothing. I mean, Russell has looked shaky. He's he's coming back. He's doing pretty good. I know they beat the Celtics today. He had a triple-double, um, 13 points, 11 assists, and 10 boards, if I'm not mistaken. But back to Bradley Beal, averaging the most points per game. Total points, I think that goes somewhere else. But he is, has the most um, PPG this season at 32.9. He also has 4.5 assists and 5 rebounds. Um yeah, just an incredible season for Bradley Beal so far, beating out guys like Giannis, Durant, Embiid, Irving, and Levine in points. And for the final guard, this one is a little trickier um, because you have guys like Zach Levine, you have Kyrie, you have Jalen. And I think for this one, I think that I think this a, a similar criteria um, goes for this second player, and I think you have to go Zach Levine here. Um, I'm not sure how good the Bulls would be without Zach. Um, I know Kobe White has looked pretty good. I know Laurie's starting to come around, doing a little better. Uh, Thaddeus Young, underrated defender there in uh, Chicago. So I think you have to go Zach Levine here. He's beating out Kyrie, Jalen, Trey Young, uh, Vucevic, uh, Harden, Tatum. A lot of these guys in points. Um, has more assists than Jalen Brown, more boards than Kyrie. So I, I think he's doing really good this season. 28.1 points, 5.5 assists, and 5.5 boards. Uh, Zach has really looked pretty good this season. So, with that being said, I'm going to move on to the reserves now. Um, I'll let you know. I'm going to go write all this stuff down. I don't want to submit this just because it doesn't let you <laughs> come back into the website and then um, and then pick more players. So, I'm going to write this down, make sure I don't like redo anything or re-say any players. So, I'll be right back. So we already did our West front court starting lineup. So now we're going to move on to the reserves in the West on the front court spot. And I already talked about him a little bit in this episode. So I'm going to go vote for Paul George as my first reserve in the front court. Uh, just under 25 points a game, five and a half assists, and just over six boards. Um, he's looked great ever since uh, coming off a terrible performance in the bubble. Um, I know the bubble has does have something to do with it. It's not like... And a crazy different atmosphere. I mean, um, guys like Paul George and LeBron and Kawhi are used to having tons of fans in the stands when they're playing. But um, I think the the game's still the same, and there's nothing too different about the game um, besides the depth percep perception. Sorry, I know that was a big part that the players said, and I knew that that would be something that would come into a factor. And I think that's maybe something that uh, did not help Paul George like it did other players. So. Um, commend Paul George for blocking out all the people who gave up on him after one year of the contract. So Paul George is going to be my first reserve. 
my second reserve, this is where it gets starts to get a little trickier. Um, I think the farther you go down, it's easier to pick. So my second reserve, I'm going to go with Christian Wood. Um, he's looked incredible the entire season, but especially without James Harden there. Um, I don't want to say anything bad about James Harden because he's one of my favorite players. I have a jersey of his. Um, not really sure where it is right now, but um, I do have a James Harden jersey. I love that thing. But I got to go with Christian Wood for my second front court player. Um, he really has looked incredible this season, on pace to win Most Improved Player, which I predicted. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wood has looked amazing ever since Harden left, and um, I think he's he's done a great job out there in Houston. Um, despite all the complications since Harden left. 22 points, uh, 2 assists, and 10 boards, so averaging over a double-double. Very impressive for Christian Wood. And finally, this is where it does start to get a little tricky because you go, which Pelican guy are you going to go with or which uh, are you going to go with Anthony Davis here? And I think it really comes down to either Brandon Ingram or Zion and what you value more, and I think I'm going to have to go with Brandon Ingram here. Um Brandon Ingram has average less points, but I think he's, oh, man, it really is tough because um, you look at the basic stats, I think you have to dig a little deeper than just the basic stats to um, truly vote on who you want your uh, other front court player to be, um, whether it's Zion or Brandon. So, But I did go end up going Brandon Ingram here. He has 23.9 points a game, uh, 4.6 assists, and 5.5 and boards. Um, less boards and less points than Zion, but I think the assists really help. Um, with that ever-changing lineup out there in Portland, I mean, they have so many guys out there. Lonzo, um, Josh Hart, who else is out there? Jackson Hayes. I know he hasn't had a lot of PT. I wish I hope to um, see him out there a little bit more. I hope he plays a little bit more. Um, but yeah, a lot of guys out there, a lot of guys to get to the ball to, get the ball to, sorry. And I think Brandon, Brandon Ingram does that very well. So now for the West uh, guards. Now, we already voted for, uh, and I think, yeah, we already voted for Luca and um, Curry. So I think you have to go here. You got to go with CJ as your other one. Uh, CJ's looked amazing this season. Um, and I think I know um, who the other one is. It's going to be Damian Lillard. Um, the two Portland Trailblazers um, getting the West Reserve spots. Um, rattle off some stats for you. Damian Lillard, 29 points a game, 7.5 assists, 4.5 boards. And CJ's looking like 26.7 points a game, 5 assists, and 3.9 boards. Um, I do like Dame over uh, CJ in the long run, uh, or just based off what I've seen this season. Um, but that's no discredit, discredit for CJ. Um, they both looked absolutely incredible this year. So now we're going to head over to the east and do our, um, yeah, we're going to do our reserves in the east. So we already voted for Bradley, Joel, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Zach. So my first guard in the east, or reserve in the east, is going to be Jalen Brown. And my other one's going to be Jason Tatum. The two Boston teammates, um, we just did Portland teammates, so why not do Boston now? They both looked incredible. Um, Jalen Brown averaging more points than Jason Tatum, which I would not have predicted coming into the season. Definitely not. Um, but Jalen has 26 points a game, three and a half assists, seven or five and a five point seven boards per game, 
and Jason has 25.6 points per game, 4.5 assists, and 7.1 boards a game. Um, both very, very valuable to that Boston Young core. I believe they're top four seed now, if I'm not mistaken, in the weak East, but that's no discredit to the Boston Celtics. Um, their coaching has looked amazing, um, and same with their two superstars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. My next guard, or my next player, I should say, um, making the all-star team in the East. Man, East is East reserves are, are tough, man. Um, I think you have to go Kyrie here. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Kyrie. Um, not really something he's used to. He's used to being that number one option. Now he's, if I'm being honest, I think he's slotted down to that number two. Um, maybe three if you want to um, pick Harden as your number two. Um, completely fine. I mean, I understand that Harden's been known as a scorer his whole life, and now he's um, now he's a ball handler and he's he's assisting like a uh, like a maniac. Eleven and a half assists for James Harden this season. That's very incredible. Um, but Kyrie, um, a very reliable number two there in Brooklyn. Twenty-seven point six points per game. 5.8 assists per game and four and a half rebounds per game for Kyrie. And another front court player, I think you got to go Vucevic here. Nikola Vucevic from the Orlando Magic has looked great this past two weeks. Um, he's, I think he's like, I don't know how I'm going to get this um, stat correct, but he was like the first center since Shaq. We know Shaq, incredible, incredible player, incredible personality. Um, first center since Shaquille O'Neal to do like 43 points and 15 boards in a game or something like that um very impressive job from Vucevic out there Magic have not looked good but uh at least there's a bright spot for that Orlando squad and Nikola Vucevic my frontal front court player see this is where it gets tough here because there's so many guys that are deserving Chris Milton, DeMontis Sabonis, Bam Adebayo, Gordon Hayward, Julius Randle, Jeremy Grant jeez man it's tough I mean, we know Chris Middleton's percentages are absolutely insane. Sabonis has really helped carry that team. I know Bam has missed a decent amount of time. Um, same thing with Jimmy Butler. That's not why I'm voting. That's why I'm not voting for him. Um, Pascal did not look good at all in the first uh, month of the league or month of the year, I should say. Um, so it's really down to Randall, Hayward, Middleton, or Sabonis, and I think I'm gonna go, man. No, I'm not going to go Gordon Hayward since Terrazier and LaMelo Ball have looked pretty good this season. But that's no, again, I don't want to, I've been saying this word way too much. No discredit to Gordon, but um, I think his teammates are a little better. I'm going to go Sabonis here as my final front court player in the East. Um, he's looked very, very good this season. Uh, 20.8 points per game, 5.6 assists, and 11.5 and rebounds. Um, really helping that Pacers team in the playoffs or get to the playoffs, I should say. Him and Malcolm Brogdon have looked incredible together. Um, super underrated duo there out in the East. So that's going to conclude the reserves. I'm also going to give you my wild card players. And uh, yeah, so my wild card players along with um, my injured reserve players. I guess I really don't need to do an injured reserve uh, portion here, but I think you still got to give it to them just in case like somebody like opts out. Um, like Kyrie or something, because we know Kyrie would definitely do that. 
So the East, I'm glad I get two more votes for the East because it was very difficult to choose. And I think you got to go Brogdon for the other one. A pair, uh, quite a few pairs of teammates here. Um, we have Portland, we have Boston. Um, a hint, Lakers might get a duo as well. Um, but I think you got to go Brogdon here for the um, for the first wild card um, pick. So Brogdon, incredible shooting percentages. We know that. Um, almost had the. Is it 30, 40, 30, 40, 90 club or something like that? Or 40, 40 maybe. But anyway, um, I know Middleton was just off that also. Um, so Brogdon, yeah, he's looking incredible. 21.1 points a game, 6.5 assists, and 4.3 rebounds. Malcolm's looked incredible. My final wild card, so many deserving players. Um, a lot of these guys have looked incredible this season. Um, man. The NBA is not like the NFL at all, man. It really isn't. There's a lot of guys that are deserving, and usually it's a lot easier to vote for um, the M the NFL All-Stars or Pro Bowlers, sorry. But in the NBA, not as easy. And I think for my final selection, I'm going to go with Gordon Hayward. Well, I don't know, man. I think maybe... No, I'm going to go with Jeremy Grant as my final pick. He's been actually absolutely carrying me in fantasy basketball. And I think I have some bias towards him because I like him. I, I knew he would be pretty good this season. Um, I think he finished top three in my MIP voting um, at the beginning of the season. So I'm going to go, go with Jeremy Grant. I know his production has been insane. I know his value has definitely shot up ever since leaving um, Denver. He, he said he wanted to be a number two or a number one option, and that he is in the Detroit Piston lineup. 23.3 um, points a game, three assists a game, and five and a half assists. So... Congrats to Jeremy Grant, um, making the final um, the final slot on the East team. So now we're gonna go to the West side of things, and we're gonna vote for the final wild card players. And I think my first wild card is gonna go to uh, ooh. yeah. This might be diff more difficult than I expected. I thought I thought this was gonna be pretty easy, but I gotta pick between Zion. Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, man, and John Morant, and Jordan Clarkson, and Chris Paul, and Bojan, darn man, it's a lot harder than you think, so I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Donovan for my first wildcard player, 24.2 points, 5.1 assists, 3.3 boards, he's just certainly helped that Utah Jazz team get to where they are now. Um, I know Bojan has looked amazing. Gobert has also looked great. Looking like the defensive player of the year that we know him to be in the past few seasons. He has two under his belt already. Could definitely win a third. Um, but Donovan certainly propels that team to a top... What is it now? I think it's... They they might still have that number one seed, if I'm being honest. Um, I know Lakers um, won a few nights ago. Not sure where the Clippers stand. But... I think you got to go Donovan Mitchell for the first wild card. And the final wild card, um, it's between Devin, Zion, and Anthony Davis. Um, Devin Booker, he was kind of a letdown in the beginning of the season, but he's really picked it up now. Um, and that certainly is um, credit to Chris Paul. Chris Paul's looked great over his past like week of games. I think they've won the overwhelming majority of them. Um, big thanks to Chris Paul, 22-ish points, I think, in that stretch. So, very good. 
but between Anthony Davis and Zion, it's hard to say because I th I think you have to go, and this is not, I think you got to go Zion just based on the production so far. Um, I watched the entire Pelicans, what was it, Pelicans-Mavericks game, wherever, whichever the game was where uh, Zion had his career high, it was like 42 or something. Um, yeah, Zion absolutely looked dominant, man. He looked insane. Um, he looked like that number one pick that we had all wanted to see on the court as soon as possible. He's, he looked incredible, 24.3 points, two and a half, or almost three assists, actually, and seven rebounds. Um, but yeah, I think you got to go Zion here. Um, Anthony Davis has LeBron James to back him up, so um, and Zion still has great guys like Bi, but um, Bi is no LeBron, and I think that's why you got to go Zion here. So that does conclude the picks. I'll be sure to uh, submit that in a little bit. But I'm going to run over the All Stars real fast um, after a few words. It really does suck that there's going to be no All Star game this year. Um, it's one of the things, as fans, we always look forward to. Um, seeing our favorite guys uh, cooperate and get along for once, right? Um, even rivals have a little fun on the court to together. Um, see old teammates reunite, um, plenty of stuff like that. Um, and All-Star Game is definitely one of those um, fun things that we get to see in the NBA, um, every NBA season. But it sucks that's going to be taken away this season. But... I understand, I completely understand with all the COVID uh, restrictions and everything. want to keep everybody safe, want to keep everybody playing as many games as possible. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to overview my picks real fast. In the West starting lineup, I have Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Nikola Jokic. And my bench is Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Paul George, Christian Wood, Zion Williamson, and Donovan Mitchell. And hypothetically speaking, if any of those guys were to get hurt, I would have slotted in Anthony Davis and or Devin Booker. And the East, so my point guard, I have, or starting lineup, I have Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and my bench is Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, DeMontis Sabonis, Nikola Vucevic, Jeremy Grant, and Malcolm Brogdon. And again, hypothetically speaking, if any of those guys were to get hurt, um, I would have slotted in Gordon Hayward and then Chris Middleton. So that actually does uh, conclude today's episode. Probably on the shorter side. Um, well, for my uh, for my case, on the shorter side, um, most of my episodes go like 30 minutes. So this is pretty short for me. But um, I hope you did enjoy. Be sure to uh, share, like. All that stuff. Follow me on Instagram at lunchtabletalk underscore, um, just as it sounds. Um, don't forget the underscore. Don't want to follow some other uh, some other random account. But, um, yeah, you'll be able to tell that it's mine. It has the same emblem, and it's public, so you can see the post and everything. So that does conclude today's episode. Be sure to follow that account there on Instagram. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, follow. And all that fun stuff. Be sure to do that, of course. Um, if you have made it this far, I thank you very much. Um, this has been the Lunch Table Talk podcast. Uh, not sure what next week's episode is going to look like. Maybe an interview, but we'll have to see. Working on my MLB award predictions right now. A little early still. We got three days left till pitchers and catchers report. Could not be more excited. I'm really hyped for this baseball season. Um, we get a full 100 
100, what is that, 162 games, so I'm over the moon about that. Um, so yeah, thank you again for listening this far. If you have, have a good day.